first of all, um, sister, uh, your name. I don't know what to call you because here's the thing. I know we're friends, so like, do I get to call you Gabby? Because whenever Kaz like <laughs> sent me your contact, it said Gabby, okay? But then you go to your Instagram and it says, hello, it's Brie, okay. Tell me your name because I want to call you the right name. <laughs> Girl, you're so funny. You can, honestly, I usually introduce, like, I'll say, like, I usually say my name is Gabrielle. And I usually, like, go by that. But, mm-hmm. like, I usually introduce myself as Gabrielle. But I'm very okay with anyone calling me anything. Like, <laughs> all my sister's friends all call me Bree. A lot of my home friends call me Gabs. Like, camp friends call me Gabby. So I really don't care. Like, you can, you can call me whatever rolls off your tongue. Like, it can even change within the episode. <laughs> That's right. You're a child of God. You're a daughter of the king. Gabrielle. Oh. Sweet G. Yeah, I always tell people. People are always like, it's so it's so hard for people to find you on Instagram. And I'm like, I don't really care. At the end. Like, if, <laughs> if someone really wants to, like, go through the hassle, like, they can. And if they can't find me on Instagram, like, great. You know? That's like, fine. Man, I love you. You're so funny. Okay, now that we got that cleared up, you know what I'm saying? Gabrielle. Wait, question. Do people call you GB? Yes, they do. Okay. They do. And and that's something I didn't even, like, mean to start or anything. Um, Really? No. Like, people just call – they call me GB or G – and then a lot of people just say my full name. They're like, Georgia Brown, and which – I love that. That just rolls off the tongue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so Southern. It's hilarious. Georgia Brown. Oh, man. Little Farmer Brown over here. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Oh I'm gosh. so pumped for this episode. Oh, Me man. Too. Let's just go right into it. I'm probably going to include all that awesome. because that was hilarious. <laughs> Do it. I love it. Man, oh, y'all welcome back to another episode of Faith and Friends. I'm like truly pumped to just hang out with our girl, Gabrielle Odom. She, oh my word, I don't even know where to start. This girl, she's beautiful inside and out. Let's just start there because she is a child of God that just speaks with such authority of the one who lives in and through her. Man, her Insta blog is like, fire like i save every one of her posts because i'm like i need i love you (laughs) so man i just want to talk with our sister today about how to be faithful over fearful in this time Hmm. because this queen like posted this fire you know story and man y'all listen to this our girl hello it's brie on insta said When I look back on 2020, when my kids one day ask me about 2020, I want to be found faithful. Mm. 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 I love it. Girl, I love you. Where was your heart at when you you were like, man, I need to, to share this? Yeah. No, I mean, man, Georgia, I love that question because it is just such an interesting time that we're living in. Like there's a lot of chaos and a lot of fear. And it's safe to say that our world in some ways feels like it's just swirling out of control and, and falling apart. And I think, man, I wrote that probably, I was probably like over a month ago now, um, kind of in the midst of 
the George Floyd incident, you know, that, that happened right in my backyard here in Minneapolis. And Mm -hmm. in that week I was, I was sitting at home while, you know, my guy friends were in the midst of a lot of the rioting and the protesting and was getting calls and texts about just the tear gassing and the, and the violence. And meanwhile, people are hurting and, and people are scared. And obviously this is all still happening in the midst of a global pandemic. And people are dying and afraid. And honestly, like, man, I was just having so many conversations that week uh, with my sister and with my parents and with my friends as we were just wrestling through a lot of questions. You know, I had texted one of my um, friend's moms and was just asking her the question of like, okay, like my heart feels heavy right now because Mm -hmm. of George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and, and Brianna and all these things. Like my heart feels so heavy, but why didn't I feel this heaviness a couple weeks ago? Like, what is wrong with me? Like, why does, why does my heart only feel heavy when injustice is right in front of my face? And, Mm. and how do we fight through all these tensions? And, you know, there was this way, even with, as we were talking about with coronavirus of, you know, on one end, you want to respect the, the authorities and wear your mask and do all these things. But then you're walking in the tensions of like, is that walking in fear? Like, what extent do I have freedom? Like all those things. And there's all these tensions to walk through. And for me, so many questions to wrestle through. And at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, where I can find rest between me and the Lord is God, just help me be faithful. Like I don't have all the answers and I don't have this thing figured out. Like I don't always know Um, what wisdom looks like in this and what wisdom looks like in the fight for justice or, or with coronavirus. But what I do know is that I want to be faithful. And when I look back on this season, like when 2020 is the fattest chapter in someone's (gasps) textbook and when my kids have like a whole unit test on 2020 and when they're asking me um, about how I fought in, in racial injustice and, and reconciliation and how I served during the coronavirus, like, I just want to be able to say that I was faithful. And I don't always know what that will look like. But what I do know is that we can continually look to who God is and continually rest in what his word says and be as faithful as we know how to be in this season, even when it's hard and confusing. So so that's pretty much where my heart was at with that. Um, Just in the tensions of like, man, Christ is in the tension. Like, Yeah, he's in it. Like the answer doesn't always seem clear. Wisdom does not always seem clear, especially when um, we don't know what news sources to trust or what voices to listen to. And it's like, man, what the heck with fake news? Like what the heck? But what I do know, what I do know is I can continually stand firm on scripture and be faithful there. And to be faithful there is to not be afraid to, to walk in, in light of who God is to pursue holiness, like all those things. So that, that's my heart, girl. <laughs> oh, it's, it's legit fire. And I love, I love that everyone's faithfulness, like it's so personal with the father. And so that was my next question. And you said, honestly, I don't know like exactly what, you know, in the day to day, the faithfulness will look like. And, and I think that's true. Like you wake up and it's another battle with each sunrise that comes and, you know, all we can focus 
on is today because we're not promised tomorrow. And so with your day to day, like I know it's probably looked different and I know like, I'm not going to ask you to tell us how to be faithful because you know, that'll be different for each of our walks. But like for you specifically, how has the Lord just like spoken to you and Mm -hmm. been like, sweet G, my daughter, I'm like, this is what I need you to do. What, what Mm -hmm. have you found has been, you know, a really key to your faithfulness in this season? Yeah, no, that's such a good question. Man, um, first and foremost, it looks like yielding and, and abiding mm. in the vine and in, in who God is. And so, you know, for me, like faithfulness has to start with my intimacy with the Lord. Mm. And so just a daily recognition of like, when I wake up, like, do I recognize that God is holy? Like, do I recognize that God is good, that he has a perfect track record of faithfulness? Like, he Mm. has never failed his people. Like, every single time I see in scripture, like, God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, like, every time I see those three names put together, I'm like, man, like, he has always been faithful to the Israelites. Like, he was faithful to Abraham. He was faithful to Isaac. He was faithful to Jacob. And he is still faithful today. And I think, like, seeing God's track record of faithfulness knowing that it is perfect and resting there, like resting in in my intimacy with the Lord, like Abba Father, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Like if I actually believe that, if I actually believe that those things are true about God's character, then I'm going to rest there and faithfulness will Mm -hmm. pour out of there. Um, so, So first it starts with my intimacy with the Lord. And then practically for me, that looks like meditating on the word of God. Like that is my anchor. Like if, again, if I actually believe, like if I actually believe that the word of God doesn't return void, that it is alive and active. Like if I actually believe that, that it has been breathed out by the Holy Spirit himself, then that is where I'm going to rest because it is really easy in 2020 to just jump on the trends and the flashy things and hear one soundbite that sounds great and repost it and get excited about it and allow our feelings to to drive our convictions. And man, when we do that, it's just really easy to stray from the voice of God. And and the only way I'm going to know the voice of God is going to be by, by meditating on his voice and on his word. And so practically for me, that looks like just spending time in God's word. I don't usually like put a fixed time um, on the time I spend in the word, but but just sitting in his presence. I Todd Wagner is a pastor I respect at Watermark Church. And when coronavirus, like, kind of begun, people were asking him, like, during quarantine, like, how much should I be reading the Bible? And (laughs) and his response was just, like, read the Bible first and read it the most. Mm. Like, allow it to be the the first words that you are hearing and allow it to be the the most words that you are hearing. Like, Mm. in this day and age, we are are taking in a lot of, of words, like, whether that be through social media, through podcasts. Uh, through the news, like we're we are taking in a lot uh, of noises and a lot of voices, and so that's okay. Like we should be learning and growing and and listening, uh, but allow the words that you are hearing the most and the the words that you are hearing first to be the words of the Lord. Um, and then yeah, and then I would say lastly, in in the pursuit of faithfulness, I have learned a lot in this season about just listening to yeah. people um, and choosing to just sit with people like, man, I, I can be very quick to speak. Like it is not 
hard for me to to muster up words to say like it's not hard like I I love talking and (laughs) I really do and it has been so funny in this season how there's been so many moments where I have had no words to say at all um like none and honestly it's been in God's kindness that he has kept me tethered to him in dependency because of that like I've had zero words to say and God is like no 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 honey just just stay tethered to me like stay tethered to me, choose to listen, be quick to listen, so to speak, and so to become angry, like stay there, um, choose to lament with people and, and empathize with people and listen to people like, man, loving lately and being faithful lately has looked like listening to my brothers and sisters and, and not choosing to respond uh, in defensiveness or in anger or in bitterness but drenching every conversation in grace and in mm. gospel so that we can listen well and be faithful there. Because I want to be able to say that I loved my friends well, that I loved my brothers and sisters well, that I was faithful there. And so, yeah, it's looked like intimacy with Christ, being rooted in God's word mm-hmm. and, and listening well with people and, and just sitting and walking with people. So that's what it's looked like for me. But again, like, I think it can look really different for other people, but I think above all else, like we need to stay tethered um, to the Lord and abide in the vine because if we don't, like we really are going to lose this thing. Like if we Mm -hmm. don't stay tethered to the Lord, like we are going to get tossed to and fro by every other wind and wave of doctrine. Mm -hmm. And we will be like children who are tossed and we will be taken captive by the philosophy of the world because there are a lot of narratives and a lot of agendas uh, being pursued right now. Like that's just the truth. We're in an election year and there is a lot of narratives out there right now. And so if we don't stay tethered to the word and to the Lord, we will get tossed Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be tossed. No, me either, sis. And that's something that is so like, I just, I love, I love scripture and I love that, you know, it says perfect love casts out fear. Okay. Mm. So I understand when we turn on the television and it's so easy to get afraid because that is not perfect love. So go to the Mm. one that is the source of that perfect love and it will cast out all that fear. And I just love that you said that needs to be our first and our most consumed, you know, words verbiage all the goodness of the lord needs to be our foundation in the most because man like if if the world says that we're like the combination of the five people we hang out with i definitely want that first one to be jesus you know absolutely absolutely literally i i had a friend say the other day like sometimes like sometimes we just need to turn off the news and open up our bible like just yes that's what we need to do like we need to just shut down the noise and and really be still to know that he is God and I don't know I just think like man if if our generation could just shut off Instagram for a second sometimes and open up their Bibles I wonder how their convictions feelings and opinions could start to change yes literally (laughs) I know and that's something that that is really hard for me is like going on Twitter or something and seeing tweets that my friends are liking because like Twitter just shows you what everyone's liking and and, like part of me like some people will tweet things in the name of the Lord and I'm like that doesn't fully align with scripture and and it breaks my heart because it's like dang if we would just like turn off the news and open up the one book that has never changed Mm 
like mm. how much things would things would start to change. And that's one thing that I love about you that I think is so, I think it's so interesting that you brought this up as you said, you know, I'm so quick to speak mm. when maybe in your flesh you are, because I know in mine I am. But when I think of you, I think mm. of how quick you are to listen and how slow you are to speak. Like that's mm. like when I, when I think of you and I see the spirit of the Lord living inside of you and through you, girl, that's what I see. And so I just want you to know, like, as you're, you know, telling the Lord, quiet my flesh and sing my soul, it's working. Like every mm. day as you surrender yourself to him, like your fruit is evident. It's evident that you're abiding in him. Mm. And I thank you because, you know, during this time, like we go to the people that we look up to and we trust as they're trying to navigate this season. Like, you know, I'm going to click on my girl, Christine Kane's page and see what she's yeah. you know, saying about this because I trust her. And that's what a lot of people do with the news too, is they're like, Oh, I trust this source. I'm going to see what they're having to say. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to like uh, the word influencers or whatever, just Insta blogs, like you are a voice that I know is just oh, sitting with the father. And so I just want to thank you because mm -hmm. I know that you are seeking him before you are speaking. And so that's something mm -hmm. that that is beautiful. I love that you did do a post saying, Hey, like I have no words right now. Like I yeah. don't like know what to feel. I don't know what to say. I mean, you said it a lot more eloquently than that. I don't remember exactly, but I remember I commented on it and I was like, I am feeling the exact same way. I'm so glad yeah. I'm not alone because it's mm. okay to not be okay in this season, but we need to take Absolutely. for sure. No, that's so good, Georgia. And, and and thank you so much for that encouragement because it truly is the reality of like, man, in my weaknesses, like may God's glory be magnified. Like mm -hmm. may his glory be magnified when I fail and when my flesh takes over, like may his power and glory be magnified in my weaknesses because that is the truth. Like we have a flesh that is waging war. Like it yeah. is okay to feel fearful in this. Like that, it makes sense to be afraid. Um, and yet we cling to the fact that God has commanded us over and over and over again in scripture to yeah. not be afraid. Like he is with us. Like do not be discouraged or dismayed. I am your God. Mm. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Like that is where the truth and that is where our foundation lies. Um, but the reality is like, it's very easy to be fearful in this time. And so man, again, it's that continual, like going back to that place of God like, help me to be as faithful as I can be in this season, Lord. And then please, like, give me the strength and the grace to walk under grace when I fail to be faithful. Like, because I will, yeah. I mm -hmm. will fail to be faithful in this time. Like, I, I mean, I've had so many conversations with my, you know, my own blood, but, but brothers and sisters um, that are black and brown and, and everything. And, and we've had <laughs> so many conversations of like, okay, like, we are going to fail to be faithful in this race conversation. Um, and we're going to fail to be faithful in, in coronavirus. But when we do, Lord, give us grace, like mm. give us grace through the power of the gospel, because, because that is where the power is. Like yes. it is in the grace of the gospel that when I fail to be all that I want to be, like mm. there is grace because I am a human being. And that is why I need a savior. Like that is why I need my Messiah. And so you know, for those of you that are, that are even listening, that are, you know, feeling fearful or, or failing to be faithful, like walk in the truth of the gospel, that there is grace there. And then it doesn't end. Like we walk under grace 
And then we wake up the next morning and we choose to be obedient and we choose to be faithful Mm. and choose to do the next right thing to walk and pursue holiness. And so I'm encouraged by the way that you're living that out and like Mm. appreciate just your vulnerability and authenticity too, to say like, Hey, we're not always going to get this right. We're not always going to get this right, but let's continue to seek the father's face. Let's continue to seek the word of God and let's do our best to be faithful because God's glory is that worth it. And the truth is like, who, you know, it's, it's the tensions of like, who cares how many Instagram followers you have, but Mm -hmm. also the tension of like, okay, if you have, 13,000 people following you or however many people that are following you like that is still like 13,000 people that are going to see the things you post and we got to represent Christ well on this side Mm -hmm. of eternity like we are billboards for heaven or for hell and that matters like I want people to see my Instagram and and be more pointed to Jesus Christ and that matters you know and so I've been I've been encouraged by the way that you're walking that out for sure and, and yeah, I mean, it is a sweet, sweet, hard, fun, crazy, confusing time to live in. And what I do know is that God is on his throne. Like yeah. I've been reading through Ephesians and I am just blown away by the sovereignty of God. Like, or, and even in Ephesians two, that Jesus Christ, he breaks the wall of hostility between men. Like we see this tension between Jew and Greek that in so many ways, is similar to to the tension between black and white. And the truth that we get to rest in is that Jesus breaks the wall of hostility. Like Mm -hmm. God is above all. He is sovereign over all. And so that is where I will rest. Like I will rest at the end of the day that in all of this craziness, God is on his throne. He is not surprised. And so that is the father that I will yield to and seek to be faithful to. Mm, that's so good. And like in my journaling this morning, that was something that I was talking to the father about. I was like, Lord, you're just so good. Like you've never changed. Like I know me and my flesh, like some days I like texted this exact text to a friend the other day. I said, I hate being human sometimes. Mm. Like it's so hard because my flesh will always fail me, but the spirit Mm. of the Lord living inside me, oh, he's just so good. And he will always be there to catch me when I fall. And Man, it's just so beautiful. And I think one thing too, sis, that is just so like, it's really encouraging. Like if we think about it long enough, which we should, because this is very important is, you know, sister. Okay. First of all, how old are you? (laughs) I love you. I'm 18. Okay. Can we just take a moment? Because (laughs) I am 21. Okay. Which I feel like I'm 12. But it's fine. <laughs> I love you. And you're 18 and you are just, man, age is just truly a number. Like, let's just mm. talk about that for a second. But in Ecclesiastes 3, it says, like, there's a time for everything, right? Okay. Yeah. So, Gabrielle, you and I were not born in the 50s wearing the cute little poodle skirts going to sock hops and at the drive-in movies with little Mookie. Mookie that would have been fun, though. <laughs> oh, I know. I really wish I was. I love the music back then. I feel like boys were nicer back then. I don't know. Maybe Probably. that's just me. <laughs> the movies, like, make Southern boys. Fun. Yes. But, girl. 
the Lord didn't want us to be born in that time. It wasn't our time yet. Like think about the miracle that, that it is that we were alive and breathing in 2020 at the specific age that we are. Like, I just find it so inspiring to look at your life and see how the Lord made you graduate in the class of 2020. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah, is it, on it, purpose. It mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and I love that you say that because truly when coronavirus hit, uh, that was something, a conversation me and my parents continued to have. Like my mom looked at me one day just crying and she was like, Gabs, like you were born a month before nine, like two months before nine eleven, mm-hmm. And she just said, I remember watching the news of, of the twin towers collapse and holding you on the couch as a fresh newborn baby and, and weeping, like wondering like, what world am I sending you out into? Like, I felt afraid knowing that this was about to be the world that I was raising my, my baby in. And then she looked at me and she was like, and now as I'm about to send you out into the world again, like coronavirus is hitting and there's all this racial injustice and, and, and the weeping began again of like, man, like, what is this world I'm sending you out into? Yeah. And, and then she looked at me and was like, but this is the sovereignty of the Lord. Like, this is the sovereignty of the Lord. Like, of course, of course, this is the world that I am supposed to send you out into. Not because of any special crazy gifts you have or any anything of you, but because, again, God is going to be magnified in your faithfulness, if you will allow him to, like God will be magnified. And it is not a cha- uh, a coincidence or, or a chance that this is what my class was graduating um, in. Like, I believe that before the foundation of the world, like God knew this would be yeah. the trial and, and, you know, in a lot of ways, the, the chaos that, that my generation, our generation would walk through. And I think, that man, again, like we have been created for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. And God in his sovereignty will use us in this time if we will be faithful and and if we will allow his glory to be magnified. And I believe his mission and his rescue mission will prevail with or without us. Like Mm -hmm. I, I always say, like, if I were to shut up and never share the gospel again, I believe the rocks will cry out if they have to. Like, yep. I believe God's glory and that his gospel will prevail with or without me. But I also believe that if I were to shut up and never share the gospel ever again, that I would be walking in disobedience to what God has commanded me to do. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that he has commanded me to go there for and make disciples. And so it's this like fun thing we get to live in of like, man, God doesn't need me. But I also was born on July 27, 2001, for such a time as this. And I'm graduating in 2020 for such a time as this. And so we have a responsibility um, and a, a commandment to be faithful and, and to go and make disciples. And so it really has been sweet to just look at this time um, and just the, the different things that my, my graduating classes had to walk through and in so many ways to feel so ill-equipped. Mm. to to walk faithfully during this time but to know that that's an okay place to be like it's okay again to feel like we don't have the answers because that's where we get to rest in in who God is and in rest in his power alone like we see Paul in, in first Corinthians like his heart of like coming to the church of Corinth in weakness and in trembling 
and and literally being so weak before the church of Corinth so that their their wisdom and their strength would not rest in the power of man but in the power of God alone and so he preached Christ crucified but not with eloquent words but he just preached the gospel of Jesus Christ so that people would not rest in his wisdom but that they would rest in the spirit of God and so that's where I rest I'm like man I hope my generation doesn't think I have the answers because I don't but what I do hope they see is that man at the end of the day I want to rest in the spirit of God and the power of God through the reading of the word of God Mm-hmm. Sister, same. And and that's something too. When I look back on 2020, yes, I want to be found faithful, but oh my word, I don't want to miss out on what God is doing. Like, I want to say I was a part of this. Like, I was found faithful mm-hmm. and I am on team Jesus, like 100% through and through. No, I'm not going to do it perfectly. But, you know, even when I mess up today, and I hope all of our friends that are listening, like, even as I mess up today, I'm going to get up again tomorrow and like get back up. And like, it's like a little toddler learning to walk. Like that's, that's how I see myself sometimes. It's like, this walk is a little wobbly, but when I get, when I fall down, like my, my heavenly father is like, come here, come, come here. Like you can do Mm. it. You can do it. You know? Mm. And it's just the sweetest picture because like we are his children. He loves us. We're made in his image for such a time as this. And I think Mm. that's something too, that I've been thinking a lot about G is like, I'm going into my senior year of college. Like the Lord didn't have me finish this year. He said, Georgia, I'm not finished with the, the work I'm doing in you with this, um, with your education, you need one more year and this is on purpose. So how are you going to serve me in this season? Because it's going to look a little different. Like girl, I checked all my classes online the other day and I was low key sad. All of my classes, but one will be remote. So that means I'll just hop on zoom at a certain time. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And so the, the past three years of what I've been used to, I've just, you know, I, I need people, you know, like I need people. Um, it's going to look a little different. And the Lord Mm -hmm. is like, okay, Georgia, how are you going to love these people in this season? How are you going to love my Mm -hmm. people, even though you're not going to be within the same four walls? And so it's been really beautiful to be like, okay, Lord, I need you to show me, show me your way. Like take me lead me in your direction and I will follow. And so like for our seniors in high school, for our juniors, for all of our friends that, you know, whatever season they're about to hop into, yes, it is different. And yes, we can acknowledge that. I did cry a few tears because like, it is sad and that's okay. It's okay to be sad. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It's okay. I always say that to my friends, you know, when they, like I was doing school online this past year. And so to, to, you know, to not really get the end of my senior year didn't really feel like I didn't really feel like I was losing something. Mm -hmm. But to my friends, like they were grieving the loss of prom and graduation and their their spring sports. And I always kept saying like, it's okay to be sad about unmet expectations. Like the word of God does not neglect feeling like, Mm -hmm. man, Jesus Christ wept before the Lord. Like we Mm -hmm. see his heart in, in the garden of Gethsemane, which we can't even well, don't, don't miss me. I'm not even comparing those two, but right, I am right. saying we see his weeping of like, allow this cup to, to pass over me, but not my mm-hmm. will, but yours be done. Like he was asking for God's wrath to pass over him. But then at the end of his prayer, he submits to the will of the Lord above his feeling and above, above what he desires. And I yeah. think like, again, 
like our our little things that we're missing out do not obviously do not compare to the way of Jesus in that moment but I do think we can learn something there of like hey it's okay to be sad mm-hmm. and to grieve unmet expectation and to not want to walk in what you are going to ha- have to walk in like it's okay to not desire that and it's okay to be honest with God about that it's okay yes. to to plead with the Lord and say God this is not what I desire this is not what I want I'm actually asking you to allow this punishment to pass over me but in this Lord I am submitting not to my feelings, not to my desires, not to what I want this next year to look like, not what I want my classes to look like or what I want these, you know, relationships to look like, but I'm submitting to your will alone because I believe that your will and your purposes cannot and will not be thwarted. And I believe that they are what is best. I believe that you Mm -hmm. actually are working out all, all things for good for those that, that love you and are called according to your purposes. Like I actually do believe that, that everything and anything is being worked out for our good and your glory. Like if I actually believe that Lord, help me to walk in that and help my unbelief, like help my unbelief when I, when I fail. And, and so I love, I love that you just brought that up, Georgia, because I think that that is a very real feeling that people are walking in. And I don't want people to think that the word of God dismisses their feelings. But what I do want people to know is that the word of God is a filter for our feelings. Like, mm-hmm. man, the word of God does not say that your sadness doesn't matter, but it, it does speak to in our sadness, resting in the will of God uh, above our feelings. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, feelings matter. Um, but I, I just had a, a, a mentor, he's a director at camp, say to me the other day like <laughs> he compared his feelings to his children and he was like <laughs> he was like with 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 my feelings as compared to my children like I listen to them I love them but I don't allow them to control my life's decisions mm. like I will listen to my feelings and I will take care of my feelings but I'm not gonna allow my feelings to control my life's decisions in the same way I see my children like I love them I'll listen to them but I will not allow them to, to make our family decisions. And I just think like, man, our generation is allowing feelings to, in so many ways, control their thoughts and mm-hmm. convictions and their actions. And we are, man, just so sensitive and so emotion driven. And it scares me mm-hmm. because me we can just get so wayward so quick. And so it's like, okay, let's listen to our feelings. Let's acknowledge them. But man, not for a second should we allow our feelings to control our, our actions or the way that we walk, but allow the word of God to, to change and direct those things. Like, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, the good, pleasing, perfect will. Like Romans 12, 2, that is where I want to walk. Like, I do not want to follow just the patterns of this world the things that are going viral on Instagram, the things that everyone is reposting. Like, I don't want to follow those things. But what I do want to walk in is allowing my mind and my heart to be transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ to renew my mind through the reading of the word. And then for that, to be able to discern what is good and pleasing and perfect about the will of God for my life. Oh, yes and amen. Like, yes, like, 
oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's like, that's, <laughs> like oh, that's right where I want to be and it's just like mm-hmm. there's just so many voices but only one matters like truly yeah. like my feelings like I don't want to be filled with my feelings I want to be filled with my faith and I'm gonna let my faith drive those feelings because my feelings sister they just lied to me like man doesn't mean that they're not valid and like like I'm a human being, like I have feelings, like Jesus made those. And I thank him that I can feel joy among all the craziness of the world. But man, I am not going to let that like derail me from the truth. Like I was reading this morning. Oh, and Joshua, and, and he was like, do not look to the left or the right. Like meditate on my word day and night. Ooh, that rhymed. <laughs> but, <laughs> that did rhyme. <laughs> but truly it's like, okay, I'm going to keep going where you're calling me, Lord. Like, and it's hard because this is a battle. Yes, it looks like it's a flesh and blood right now because there's just so much going on, but it is a battle that is unseen. And right now with these little phone thingies, I feel like all we're seeing is things that we can see, obviously. And so that's what we're fixing our eyes on. And so, man, whew, sorry, I got a little fired up there. No, it's, it's so good. And, and, you know, as we talk about like being faithful over being fearful like in the moments of fear we just have to ask ourselves okay where is my hope like mm-hmm. truly at the end of the day where is my hope and I, I want my hope to be in the fact that Jesus says like in this world you will have trouble mm-hmm. but take heart because I have overcome it like he is acknowledging that we will not if like we will experience mm-hmm. trial and tribulation on this side of eternity mm-hmm. but take heart because Jesus Christ has overcome it. And so, man, Georgia, like the, the racial injustice, like it hits home for me. Like it has been hard and, and man, for my brothers and for my dad, like these are realities that they live with every day and it has been hard. And yet where our rest and our hope is found is not in politics. It's not in this world. It's not in, any type of like worldly mustered up idea of unity our hope is in the fact that in this world there will be trouble because we live in a sinful fallen broken world yeah but where our hope is is that christ has overcome it and that is where we look to we do not look to this world we look to heaven we look to jesus christ we put our eyes fixed on the founder and perfecter of our faith and and we run fast like we run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. And the only way we will run well is by looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, because we see suffering in his life. Like we see it in the moment of the cross that he did not consider equality with God, something to be grasped, but he considered the form of a servant and and went to death on the cross. And so suffering is not something that is foreign to Jesus Christ. It is something he walked through and it is something he walked in and so yeah there's a lot of people hurting and a lot of people suffering and and that's reality like it's the truth of of the sin of this world and and in a lot of ways that can make our hearts grow weary but following Jesus is not for the faint at heart like (laughs) we we look to Jesus because this world is just not easy and following Jesus is not always easy. It's not convenient. Like there are moments I post something on my Instagram. I mean, even this morning, like, I can post something on my Instagram 
And the moment I post it, no, like this will not be the flashy thing. Like people, not everyone yeah. will love that I just posted this and you know, X, Y, or Z, but we have to be okay with that. Like we have to be okay with the fact that following Jesus will not be the easy thing. It will not be the popular thing. It will not be the fun thing, but it's okay because we look to Jesus, the mm-hmm. founder and perfecter of our faith. Like he will use these trials and this injustice and this hurt to perfect us and to purify his church. Like my rest and my hope is in the fact that I don't think the church is getting it right um, all the time in the conversation of race. Man, it, it's hurtful to see some things that that Christian friends have been posting in this. But mm. what I do know is that God is in the business of restoring and purifying and perfecting his church in order to present a bride and a church that is holy and blameless and without blemish. Like, <laughs> that's where my hope is. Like, I just, I think people are fickle and failing and pretty dumb sometimes. Like, that, that is what yeah. I think. But what I know is that my God is purifying people, mm. that he is perfecting us, that he is restoring, that his gospel is going out in the world. And so that's where I want to be faithful. I want people to know Jesus Christ because mm-hmm. that's where my hope is. Like, I'm just not expecting the world to walk in peace and unity. I'm just not because we're, we're sinful. And, mm-hmm. and people who do not know God, they are dead in their sin. They are deaf. They are blind. They are rebellious toward the heart of God. They are sons and daughters of Satan. They are children of wrath. But to the church, like, let's walk in peace and unity because we know peace and unity by name. Like, let's walk there because we know the gospel and let's tell this world about Jesus because that is the thing I can stand firm in. Um, and that is the thing that I know to be true, that Jesus died and resurrected. And that's where my hope is. And so, yeah, like there's going to be a lot of, tensions and a lot of questions we will have to wrestle with and yet I pray I pray Georgia I pray that when we get to heaven that God will look at us and say well done my good and faithful Mm -hmm. servants like I I long I like that gives me the chills thinking about because I'm like man like I long for that like I long for that and so how I live today matters Mm -hmm. and how I live tomorrow matters because I will be held accountable for how I fight for the oppressed and how I love people well and how faithful I am with the gospel message. Like I will be held accountable. And man, I pray, I pray for those listening. I pray for us. I pray that we can hear those words. Well done. Good and faithful. Mm, Wow. (sighs) Mm, That is just, I, I have no words that like, Yes, that that's so. That's why this is all going to be worth it is to hear those words mm-hmm. and to fight the good fight because it is not a quick fight. It is not an easy fight, but it's good because we serve a good God. He's just mm-hmm. so good, and you are His daughter. And man, I just think it's really, really beautiful too. Like I was thinking about the first time we officially met is we met at Passion this past year, yeah. and I'd never been, so it was really kind of cool. Um, and we were with sixty five thousand people. And less than two months later, like we were told we couldn't be around more than 10. Mm. And that just blew my mind. And to know that the Lord had to gather us to scatter us. And it's Mm. like, okay, Father, I don't know like what this world is going to look like tomorrow. Like we are in a weary world, but I know that you are a faithful father and I'm just going to follow you. And now we're halfway through. 
Like we're in July. Oh, yeah. Man, I guess my final just question for you, um, and you really have answered it through everything you've said is like, you got six more months of this. Like no, we don't get it. It's a privilege and an honor. We get to serve this season. Yeah. That's much better worded, but, um, we, this is such an honor. Like sister, what, what do you pray looks different for us in these next six months? Maybe we're like a second, a second time team. What is that called? You know what I'm I, talking I no about? Idea. Like in sports yeah. where they come back in the second season? I don't, well, or the second. Not a, we're not much sport girls. Me either. <laughs> I don't know. Same. Um, I tried. I, what, I, what I do know is like, man, as we look ahead to these last, these next six months, like, I love that you just brought up passion because I think about how six months ago, right? Like January 1st, how we, 65,000 people, got on their knees, Mm -hmm. a whole stadium, got on their knees, yielding to the Lord. And I wonder, man, can we get back there? Mm -hmm. Like, what would it look like for these next six months for our generation to get on their knees? Like, let's humble ourselves before God Almighty and recognize that we don't have all the answers, but He does. Mm-hmm. And it has to start from a humble posture, recognizing the holiness of God, choosing to fear the Lord and to repent. Um, so if there's one word I could say to to our generation and, and to this world in these next six months is to repent, mm. to humble ourselves, repent from our sin, repent from our pride, repent from our ignorance repent from the ways that we are furthering injustice and racism, repent from our, our lack of preaching the gospel, repent from our foolishness, uh, repent from our, our little time in the word yielding to the voice of God. And yeah, I think that if we, if we started there, if we started with confession and repentance, I think a lot of healing would take place. And so I I believe in a really big God. Like mm-hmm. I, I think we can pray really, really big, crazy God-sized prayers because we serve a really big God. And so I'm excited for mm-hmm. what the next six months hold. Like I'm excited to see what God is going to do with the church. And again, I, I, in the same way that we started this podcast, like, man, when people look back on 2020, I hope, you know, and I wonder, like, what will, what will these textbooks, what will the culture, what will Instagram, what will the news say about the church? What will they say mm. about how the church responded? Will they say that we fought for the oppressed like we said we would in mm-hmm. times like this? Will they say that we cared for the vulnerable like we said we would in times like this? Will they say that we preach the gospel like we said we would in times like this. And I pray that they will say that we were faithful. I Mm -hmm. pray that we will say that we were faithful. And that is my prayer because again, like I just don't have it figured out. I actually have a lot of questions for the Lord Mm -hmm. and a lot of things I'm confused about. And man, so many tensions I'm wrestling through. And I just want to pursue faithfulness above all else. Mm -hmm. And that's where my hope is. That is my prayer. 
for everyone and anyone listening to this and, and for our generation, that we would repent, be humbled before the holiness of God, and then seek faithfulness out of a posture of humility. Mm. So that's what, that's what I got for you, DV. Yes! Thank you, G. That was so good. And the church, like, that is us. We are the church. It's not a building. It's not four walls with a little steeple on top. And it just yeah, girl. all of our friends to be filled with faith. And that is our podcast, Faith and Thanks Friends. Woo! Raise the roof! Oh, man. I love that. Thank you so much for just hanging out with us today. This is a podcast I will never forget. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. And I love all y'all listening. Seriously, love y'all so much. We love you. You are the church. Friends, go out there. Be filled with faith. And, oh, man, let his perfect love cast out all fear. Amen. Amen girl. Bye. Love y'all.